Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You know what we should do one day? What? Is just pre-record our openings. And we would never have to worry about you not hitting the, the screech at the right time. Or That would be good. I don't know why we don't do that. I don't know. Because then we're editing the show and who has time to edit? Right. Yeah, we like to do this live. Well, yeah, just so that Recorded you don't have to do live work. before no studio audience. <laughs> So what do we have today? Um, not much on the Disney Parks blog. They just got one little story about what's going on for Valentine's Day in downtown Disney, California. That's right. The other day we mentioned what was going on in Disney Springs and around uh, Walt Disney World. Um, you know, a bunch of treats. Uh, Kayla's Cakes has a, um, a bunch of macarons. Uh, they have a premium box with six flavors, including rose champagne heart, sea salt caramel, and mango dragon fruit. Um, you can get a B mine apple at the Marceline confectionery and trolley treats on Buena Vista street. Um, Earl of sandwich. What do you think they have for Valentine's day? Um, I don't know. Turkey cranberry. No, they've just got heart shaped cookies. Oh, <laughs> um, and then there are, uh, some, uh, sugar boo and company has a sterling silver necklace from the airmail collection. Um, it allows you to mail your gift to someone special. And uh, Minnie Mouse earbands and Alex and Ani bracelets are available at the World of Disney and Disneyland Resort. They don't really have much going on like they do in Florida. Well, I mean, things aren't really open, so the foot traffic has got to be a lot less. That is true. But the big news uh, for downtown Disney is that the Star Wars Trading Post is going to be opening, and they finally have a date for that. Okay, when is it? That is February 19th. Uh, so they will open in the former Rainforest uh, Cafe location. They've been Star Wars-izing it. And uh, on that same day, the Wonderground Gallery, which had been hosting the Star Wars Trading Post, will reopen again as Wonderground Gallery with their unique collection of housewares and fashion items. So if you are headed down to downtown Disney, you can also enjoy outdoor dining at uh, the following locations, Naples Ristorante e Bar. Uva Bar and Cafe, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, Tortilla Joe's, Black Craft, Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes, and the Ballast Point Brewing Company has opened their beer garden. Um, so that is that is good news if you're in the Southern California area. Okay. Um, also, if you're there, you're speaking of some restaurants that are opening. There's also some restaurants that are opening on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure. That's right. On February 5th. Dining, uh, outdoor dining will return to Carthay Circle Lounge, Alfresco Dining, as well as Smoke Jumpers Grill and Award Wieners. That's great. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants their wiener from Award Wieners. That is true. Uh, there are also some February offers for Legacy Pass holders. Those are Legacy Pass holders, as we had spoken about on another show, are um, pass holders for Disneyland who are no longer pass holders anymore since they've taken that away. Well, technically they are. I don't think they've expired yet, but you can't use them to get into the parks. <laughs> right. uh, so anyone who held an active passport as of March 14th, 2020, is now considered a legacy pass holder. Um, you know, we've mentioned before that they have the 30% on select merchandise at select stores available Monday through Thursday. Um, but they also have a couple of cool things for February. Um, Star Wars Trading Post We'll have an exclusive preview session for legacy uh, pass holders from February 16th through 18th. Uh, you can check back on February 9th for more information, or we'll give it to you here. 
And then on February 5th, Legacy Pass holders can be the first to experience a retro WandaVision-inspired photo opportunity where you can take a, a photo in the backlot premiere shop inside the living room straight from WandaVision. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, some attractions are going to be reopening at the Magic Kingdom on Friday. That's right. With the Rivers of America closed, a ton of stuff around there uh, had been closed. Um, but Tom Sawyer's Island will be reopening on February 5th, as will the Liber- Liberty Square Riverboat and uh, the rafts, uh, Tom Sawyer rafts that bring you over to uh, Tom Sawyer Island will be open. All right. So it's really just everything centered around Tom Sawyer Island. Well, it's everything that was centered on the uh, rivers of America there. Yeah, it was a little hard to have the uh, the rafts running when there was no water. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Liberty Bell. Right. Which now I'm completely bummed knowing that it's on a track. Isn't that kind of disheartening? <laughs> eh, I mean, it was pretty lame anyway, so who cares? Wow. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, there's also some attractions to the Magic Kingdom that are closing for refurbishment. That's right. Um, The Mad Tea Party and Swiss Family Treehouse will be closing. The Mad Tea Party will close on February 22nd and reopen on March 5th. And the Swiss Family Treehouse, excuse me, will close from March 12th and reopen on March 26th. All right. So very short refurbishments, hopefully. Yep, I know. If if it's anything like the people mover, it'll be closed for six months. Um, at Epcot, the Play Pavilion roof is finished. That's right. They had been replacing the triangular sections on the roof. Um, about a month ago, there was one old tile remaining. Well, that tile has finally been replaced. Oh, yay. And uh, the roof is now done, the roof tile. So who knows if work on the inside is being done because, of course, rumor is that the Play Pavilion um, you know, be might canned. be canceled. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we've been following the three caballeros on the uh, Mexican. What's the Mexican ride called? Rio de Tiempo. The Grand Fiesta tour. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's not it Rio was. De, it was the Rio del Tiempo before they put the three caballeros in there. Gotcha. So uh, we've been following those animatronics. First, Donald was gone. Then the other caballeros were gone. Um, now we're hearing that they're not going to return for two to three months, which is sad. But good news for the show because we can just not talk about it now for two to three months. Well, you know, there's a lot to talk about. Um, Jose had broken previously. Uh, Panchito is the only real good functioning animatronic. Uh, so maybe they're just taking him apart, you know, to to prevent any type of a breakdown. Um, a little. Some people are upset that they're putting these flat cardboard cutouts there. But these animatronics replaced a cartoon that showed when the ride first opened. So people are like... Why don't you just put the cartoon back in right. instead of having these static cardboard cutouts? Yeah, it might not be as easy as just swapping out a cartoon. And if it takes a lot of effort, you know, why bother with that effort when it's only going to be gone for two to three months? I guess. Six months from now, we'll still be talking about the cardboard cutouts. I hope not. In Animal Kingdom, Disney has filed permits for work at Primeval World. That's right. Primeval World has been closed for almost a year. Um, and they have filed with the state of Florida a uh, permit for construction, but that construction permit is probably for the demolition of the attraction. Yes, I would hope. Yeah. 
And then at Hollywood Studios, the Shaman animatronic at the Navi River Journey has been malfunctioning. That's bad news. That's right. It has been uh, been malfunctioning. Apparently, she has been seen slumped over um, <laughs> and terrible. malfunctioning. So, you know, all of this started when Joe Rohde left. I know. So. Do you think he, like, I, put some code in there I, that when would, he wasn't around, it would be would surprised. Fall apart? Like, I leave. Let's just make everything fall apart. <laughs> now, I can't blame him for the people mover because that was, you know, last year. Right. Um, but uh, everything going wrong in the past couple of weeks, uh-huh. something smells fishy. <laughs> Over at the Wilderness Lodge, some rooms are, well, all of the rooms are being refurbished. And they are putting some artwork in there that features Paul Bunyan and Bambi. Yeah, uh, the Wilderness Lodge is scheduled to reopen to regular guests on June 6th. Right now, only their DVC components are open. Um, And they had talked about remodeling rooms, and the room remodeling is underway right now. And they have, you know, the trend now with Disney seems to be, let's put uh, IP, intellectual property, in all of our rooms. Yeah, I mean, that's not the only thing. I mean, the trend seems to be now you uh, hard floors versus carpeting, um, larger beds if they don't already, you know, when they didn't right. have queen, if they didn't have queen beds. The you reading know. lamps and the headboard, they're, they're here at this yeah, lodge as well. Yeah, a lot of the like built-in cabinetry to take up a little less space. So those are the things that I think you're going to be seeing. Uh, I don't know that I would call them remodels. I would call them... Refurbs. Yeah, refurbs or updates. So then I don't think they're actually like, you know, taking down walls and stuff, which would, to me would be. Um, okay, no, but they're replacing beds, they're replacing boards, yep. they're putting in new art, they're repainting. So yep. they're. A lot of freshening up. They're doing everything except putting up new walls. Right. Now, personally, I, I like the new style room when we were at Coronado. Yep. Um, I enjoy it. It's very efficient. There's a mm-hmm. lot more storage and space when you're there, especially for a longer trip. Yep. Uh, the one thing I did not like, I really was not a big fan of the uh, hard floors. I I don't like the way they feel under my feet. They're colder, um, but they're so much easier to clean. Right. And especially now with housekeeping not coming in, it's kind of a blessing because, you know, you can get a broom. You can have housekeeping bring you a broom and, you know, if you get dirt on the floor and stuff, it's very easy to clean up yourself. Not to mention the the rugs might have been more comfortable, but if you were walking around on this thing's barefoot, the right. nastiness that's in those rugs after a period of time. God forbid you ever step on a sewing needle or something. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Disney has released... Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, Disney has released a warning uh, regarding the cruise line. That's right. Well, they're, they're warning their guests. They're not issuing a warning. I don't know. You gave me such limited information here that right. it was hard to start this one off. Well, the CDC has issued a COVID-19 level four travel notice related to cruising. Um, they state that the risk of contracting COVID-19 on board a cruise ship is very high, and they recommend avoiding all cruise ship travel worldwide. However, for those who do travel, it is recommended that they get tested for covid 19, three to five days after their trip and stay home for seven days after travel. Uh, In light of that announcement, Disney has shared the following. um, That if a threshold of COVID-19 is detected on board the cruise ship during a voyage, the voyage will be ended immediately and the ship will return to the U.S. port of embarkation and your subsequent subsequent travel, including your return home, may be restricted or delayed. So uh, I don't know if that means they're going to quarantine the entire ship, but it may mean that the minute things spike, you go back to a port and they start, you know, super testing everybody. And if you have it, you stay on the ship. 
Something like that. I mean, at this point, we're not where we were at the beginning of the pandemic where no one had this and you needed to try to stop it in its tracks if it got to be on a cruise ship. Really, if you find it on a cruise ship, they come right back. They let everybody off. Yeah, if you test positive or whatever, then you you know, you know need to quarantine at a hotel nearby or something. But yeah, you know, if you go home and you have it, it's the same process for having traveled anywhere else. You get you have to you know get tested before you come back to your you know to your state or you have to whatever the rules are of your state you quarantine for fourteen days. Everyone people all around you are going to have COVID. It's not like it was again in the beginning where you were just trying to contain this thing from getting out. It's out, so right. You know, I mean, obviously you don't want to infect everyone on the whole ship, so you need to end the sailing. But right. Are there how many ships are really sailing right now? Uh, they've been sailing in Europe for a while. Seems like not the place to be sailing. No. All right. Um, Moving over to some entertainment news. Disney has released a mid-season trailer and some new artwork for WandaVision. That's right. The new artwork uh, really focuses on the whole cast now that the whole cast has been revealed. uh, revealed. Um, It now includes, if you haven't watched it, don't listen to the next two minutes because I'm going to talk WandaVision. Um, but as of episode four, we now know that Darcy, uh, portrayed by Kat Dennings, who was uh, in the Thor franchise, and Jimmy Woo, played by Randall Park, uh, have joined uh, and, and they fill out the cast. Um, he played uh, Jimmy Woo in Ant-Man mm-hmm. um, and uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and uh, also they did release a, a, a mid-season trailer, um, which just, you know, Picks up a little of what we've seen, some of the, I don't want to say surprises, um, but uh, just takes a look at where they are mid-season and gives some scenes as to what's going on. I don't know. What are your thoughts so far on WandaVision? I, I liked this. So first episode was, what, 50s? Second episode was 60s? Third yeah. episode was 70s. Didn't like the third episode. It was getting weird, and I don't like the 70s. Okay. Fourth episode was good. Uh, because it started to tie it all together, and it stopped seeming weird. It started to make sense. Okay. Um, plus, we brought back in my favorite character from from Thor. Besides, right. I don't know. Besides Thor, I guess. But uh-huh. um, I loved that uh, quirky. What was she? The assistant mm-hmm. assistant scientist or whatever she was. Anyway, she was great. So I'm I'm glad to see her back. Yeah, the, the two of them, both both her and uh, uh, Agent Wu, provide a little bit of comic relief. Yeah, um, and that's and that's cool. I'm glad you toughed it out. I know a lot of people, you know, especially on the internet, uh, the first two episodes, they were talking about how slow it was and it just didn't make any sense. And, you know, it, it, it's it's tough to explain, like, comic book stuff to people. Uh, well, Especially if just... they're drawing from, you know, certain multiple pieces of source material that, like, I'm familiar with. But when I start talking about things to you, it's like... Not everyone enjoys comic books. Right. So things that are written in that style where it's, you know, this build up and you don't really know what's going on and it doesn't work for everybody. Um, but yes, it was worth hanging on. And I, like I said, I enjoyed the first two episodes, even though they were weird and I didn't really know where it was going. Uh, I did fine with them. It was just that third one that was not for me. I think that's because things got even weirder. Okay. Um, also in entertainment news, a Wakanda series is going to be developed for Disney+. Plus. 
That's right, Ryan Coogler, who is the director of Black Panther and a writer of Black Panther and will be the director of the Black Panther 2, um, has announced that there will be a drama based on the Kingdom of Wakanda in development for Disney+. Plus. All right, good. So, you know, more Marvel coming to Disney. You figured that would happen. But, yep. uh, you know, this is going to be about, uh, you know, some Wakandan characters that aren't superheroes, maybe. Or maybe they are heroes. Who knows? Okay. Um, Disneyland Paris, uh, some news from there. It looks like they are, they've started a major refurbishment on their castle during the shutdown. Yeah, they are shut down, as we are aware, through April. Um, and they have decided to put up scaffolding and start work on their castle. Uh, this refurbishment is to prepare, prepare for the park's 30th anniversary in 2022. Um, so they've covered it with scaffolding, uh, which looks crazy. And I, I, I thought that this would be a, a big project to get done in two months. And apparently uh, by April, the castle will be covered with themed scrim. But right now they have not bothered with covering it in uh, scrim. That'll be a bummer when it finally reopens. Everyone's psyched to get back and the whole castle's covered in scrim. Yep. I mean, it would have been nice if they just started earlier and really... Yeah, but their their scrim is kind of kind of cool. You can hardly Yeah, hardly but tell. it's still scrim. All right. It's not the same thing as it really being there. Um, right. They're also doing some work on the gazebo. Yeah, their Main Street USA gazebo is being refurbished as well. And okay. that is, uh, for a gazebo, it's pretty funny that they've got the entire thing encapsulated <laughs> and covered. Yeah, it seems odd. It seems like a lot of uh, a lot of work. It's like a huge scaffold tent over the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, it's covered thing. with a construction tent, but they've stripped it down to the steel supports and removed a significant portion of the roof. Okay. Um, in, also in Disneyland Paris, they have canceled um, the Pride and Electroland events. That's right. Their Pride event was canceled for 2020. They have decided to cancel it for the summer of 2021. And their Electroland, which is a party weekend featuring world-renowned DJs, which had been postponed from 2020 and rescheduled for July 2nd through 4th, has now been canceled and not uh, rescheduled. So um, Electroland has been an annual event in Paris since 2017, and they actually held the first Pride event in Disneyland Paris in 2019, but have not been able to hold any subsequent events. Oh, all right. On Universal Orlando... A new Studio Souvenirs location has opened at City Walk. That's right. Studio Souvenirs is a new merchandise location. It opened on City Walk in a store formerly housing a uh, store called Scene. I do not know what they sold. Um, but this new location sells park merchandise as well as um, Hello Kitty merchandise and some Hello Kitty merchandise that is exclusive to that location. All right. It's kind of an odd mix, but sure. Well, you know, I can't get enough of Hello Kitty. Well, you know what I can't get enough of? What's that? Velocicoaster news. That's right. Velocicoaster, the Raptors have been unwrapped. Oh, boy. Um, Raptors have been unwrapped uh, at the entrance, um, and they have also had riders on the coaster as they were filming a commercial uh, recently. Oh, that's kind of cool. So uh, they've taken down more construction walls, so they continue to inch towards opening. All right. Uh, Universal is offering their pass holders exclusive an exclusive tasting lanyard um, for the Taste of Carnival. That's right. Uh, International Flavors of Carnival is their Mardi Gras 2021 event, which begins February 6th. And as a pass holder, 
uh, they will be able to get these tasting lanyards. Uh, the tasting lanyards is a pre-purchased, prepaid card that does not expire, and it allows you to pay for specialty food and drinks during your Mardi Gras visit. One lanyard will give you 15 items, and that cost is $65 plus tax. All right. Nice way to have things prepaid. Exactly. Um, the Popeye and Bluto's barges are closed for refurbishment. That's right. Uh, Popeye and Bluto's bilge rat barges will be closed for refurbishment. Uh, they are closed currently and reopening on February 19th. In addition to that, uh, they have walled off the lagoon over by Wimpy's so that you cannot see what is going on down there. And let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Rips, Dudley Do writes Ripsaw Falls will be closing in on February 22nd. So they're just, you know, those are water rides. Right, so winter's yeah. a good time to do the refurbishment. Yep. It's kind of like when Splash Mountain goes down every uh, Yeah. Every it's the winter. lowest, it's the, I'm sure, lowest uh, attendance on those rides uh, right. when it's the winter time. Yep. And then our last story is kind of a big deal. Uh, the Blue Man Group is not going to reopen at City Walk. That's right. After 14 years, they have closed. Uh, they have had their final curtain call. Um, Blue Man Group will no longer be performing at City Walk. Uh, they have done over 6,000 shows in the uh, 14 years, um, and they have not reopened since the COVID uh, reopening earlier this year. I'm sorry, earlier last year. Um, however, in a tweet, uh, they state that they hope that their fans and friends can visit them safely when they reopen in New York. Las Vegas, Chicago, and Boston. It's just such a bummer that these things have had to end this way. Because, right. you know, if it weren't for COVID, yeah, you know, numbers maybe were going to go down and maybe it was time to let it go. But, you know, you would have had that, like, you know, last Farewell month tour. of showing, right. you know, and, and you would have had this sort of, um, you know, a group of people that all would have wanted to get down there one more time to see right. it, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, goodbye to the actors and you know, now they don't get that. Right. It just fizzles. It's Yeah, let's go out on a high note. Instead, you just go out with this little fizzle off in the corner. Yeah, it stinks. And it is kind of sad. But hey, that's COVID. Yep. All right, any any final words? No. All right, then until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.